0: to uh, Episode 2 of the Reasonably Speedy Podcast. This time it's just me, David Lefkowitz, and Wyatt Thomas. Uh, Hello. Yes, Ben was otherwise occupied, so it's the two of us today. Um, but Wyatt, that means you can be completely honest about how uh, Ben's training is working <laughs> for you. So, no holds barred, uh, no. Right. But, uh, yeah, so that is sort of how we're going to get started today. Thank you to everyone who listened last week Why I was just saying... Uh, apparently there was some Strava discussion, people listening to it on their runs, which is awesome to hear. Um, and if you're doing that right now, uh, and it's your easy day, slow down, but, um, that, but yeah, so that is, I think how we're going to get things kicked off today. Uh, just a quick training update. Wyatt is, like I mentioned, uh, in, I suppose you're getting into the meat and potatoes now of like real summer training, right?
1: Yep. We're coming on, on week four. Um, got my first tempo tomorrow. I mean, literally like 20 minutes ago, I texted Ben. I'm like, okay, here's what I'm thinking of doing. Is this good or not? I'm like, I want to hit like 46 miles. I asked for like the tempo range and everything. So I'm starting to get into the thick of it and yeah, very excited for it as well. It seems to be going pretty good and everything back into double digit mile long runs nice um and like i'm i'm running in raleigh and i'm from northern virginia so i'm having to thank you to the nc state um running club for posting your routes because i'm using them or else i would be very lost um i've been doing a lot of modifications um but yeah running is going really well um I have avoided the Canadian wildfires, to my knowledge, and the AQI has not gotten too high. Um, If need be, I had to run in a mask my senior year of high school, so I can always do that again. But yeah, Dave, tell us about your race that you did this weekend.
0: Yeah, I I ran my first race since doing the math. I think it was late January, which was a, a track race at CNU, uh, that I'm not going to uh, talk about besides saying, uh, I, it was an indoor 200 meter flat track and I may or may not have gotten lapped twice in a mile race, but it was a good time. Uh, and Hey, the guy who lapped me twice was a blitz freshman. So I'll take it. But, um, the, uh, yeah, I had a, a three and a half mile race in, uh, Dinwiddie County, Virginia, outside of Petersburg, which is pretty rural. Uh, it's the, it was, I didn't realize till I got there, but it was on campus at the Richard Bland college of William Mary. So I'm counting it as home turf, uh, as a home meet, but yeah, it was a three and a half mile road race. Uh, it was really small, which is part of the reason I signed up. It was, I think 90 runners total or 90 participants total. Um, so, you know, I was like, I don't get a lot of opportunities to compete, you know, to run a race in a, in a way where I'm running to be competitive and not just sort of running to get the most out of myself. So that was a lot of fun. I wound up getting, uh, eighth place overall, which I, that is my first time, uh, placing top 10 in a race with more than 11 people in it. So that's, uh, that was a win for me, but it was, you know, 85 degrees. And, uh, you mentioned the AQI, the smoke got kind of nasty here in Richmond for a couple days and also just, you know, my day job is still, as a uh, local reporter. And it was a pretty, pretty brutal and very full uh, news week uh, here in Richmond. So, you know, had to pull a couple 15 hour workdays, uh, had to pull, you know, and then, you know, the idea of going to the gym and running on a treadmill or running in in 95 when the smoke is bad uh, after, you know, uh, <laughs> Working 30 hours in 48 hours is uh, not super appealing. So I, I probably ran, I think I ran on like did 30 minutes on Monday and then did, no, 30 minutes on Tuesday, 20 minutes and some strides on Friday and then race on Saturday. So I was very fresh uh, and just praying the fitness was still there, but it went well. And I only get, was beaten by one child. That's that's, that's my bit. Fancy. That's my benchmark with road races: is how many children under uh, fourteen beat me. Uh, because unfortunately, some of those little some of those little guys can move fast; those little yeah. legs can spin. Um, so you know, only one kid. Uh, and you know what? Uh, ah, talented little guy. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was a good it was a good week overall. I'm excited. Sky is clear. Uh, work has slowed down again. So gonna I'm I should also be around 46 miles uh this w- this coming week. So we're we're in the thick of it. Good, good. So moving on, you know, I had I had a decent race, uh, but I think the race that is more far more uh important to sort of the Nerca landscape right now is Notre Dame's uh Notre Dame Running Clubs Shay Aquilano, who she is, I believe she graduated uh in May, but she qualified for worlds while a club runner and was picked for worlds while running clubs. So I'm counting her. Yeah. Uh, she uh she competed in the world uh, mountain running championships in Innsbruck, Austria, oh. uh on Friday. And I was checking today. And she was the not counting the under 20 team. She was the youngest member of team USA um, and the youngest member of the long course team, the who, which they ran 86 K in the mountains. uh, Youngest member of that team by about a decade. So pretty cool. You know, those ultra trail runs or ultra trail races can often favor uh, some older runners, Mm -hmm. especially in the competitive world where a lot of them maybe ran track at some point, maybe ran on the roads at some point and have transitioned to ultra and trails. Pretty cool to see 21 year old there at all, let alone a 21 year old who has been running club this whole time.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And she finished 33rd in the world, which considering it was, you know, uh, I believe about 110 of the best trail runners in the world finishing 33rd, your first Worlds, pretty crazy.
1: I mean, even if you get dead last, I feel like being able to even compete at Worlds is an amazing achievement in itself. So that's, you know, that's really good. I mean, how do you know anything about like the course itself?
0: I don't know an enormous amount and full disclosure, hopefully in the coming week, I will actually be able to sit down and interview Shay about the whole thing. And, you know, she obviously will be able to give a better course description than uh, either of us, but looked very technical. You know, it was European trail running. So Mm -hmm. very mountainous, very rugged. Um, And I know the cutoff time was, I think, 15 and a half hours and she ran 1309. Uh, So she was, she would move in. I mean, 50 plus of the competitors DNF. Wow. So be- whether that was, you know, dropping out or not making the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think about 70 finished. And like I said, she got 33rd ran 1309 um, on a course that looked brutal. I mean, it was, you know, I'm, I'm a real wimp when it comes to trails anyway, but so maybe I'm not the right person to ask, but it looked pretty rough.
1: Yeah. like, you know, you hear people talking about running their marathons, you know, they want like under three or under four hours, but then you hear like the trail runners like, Oh yeah, 13 hours. Like that's over half the day spent. I am my like peak mileage mate might run for like seven or eight hours over the course of six days. So to do 13 in one go is just insane. And like all the fueling that has to go right as well.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the especially the thing with. I mean, people talk it a lot. Talk about it a lot with marathons, but it's so much more of a part of the sport when you get into those ultra races. Is the nutrition aspects of it? I, I had a coworker when I worked at a running store a couple months ago, who he has done a lot of ultras and marathons and all that. And his saying was basically anything over a half marathon is a competitive eating contest. But, uh, that's really gets to be the case in those, you know, really long races. Uh, but a lot of times when you talk to even marathoners, again, not even considering the fact that this was 4k over two back-to-back marathons, um, checking my math there. Yes. Uh, so much of that, because it's so individual to the person is trial and error. It seems like, again, I have not run or, run longer than a half marathon, so I'm, taking all this info from, from, uh, working with a lot of people who used to, or who still run ultras, I just don't work there anymore. But the, uh, so much of that is trial and error and, you know, something will seem like a great idea and then you get out there on race day and things go really wrong. And that seems like the most common way that things do go wrong in these longer races is the nutritional component. So, I mean, obviously Shay's been, you know, pretty experienced compared to most or any 21 year old in terms of ultra racing, mm-hmm. but still that's not a lot of time to figure that out.
1: No. Cause like, I feel like the reason why, especially, in, um, trail and ultra running, you have older competitors is because, you know, you, you need like, is it? it's a very time consuming thing. So you need the Liberty to be able to go out and, you know, sorry, friends, I'll be out for my five hour run. Like that's a, it's kind of hard to do that in college. So I, I think this is all just making the feet more and more impressive. Um, But yeah, like you have so much experience and like granted, I know that there's a decent amount of club runners that do run marathons, but for Mm -hmm. the vast majority of them, you know, we're trying to focus on like our cross country and track races but, you know, once people graduate from college, then they can move on to the longer stuff. To So to like jump into this at a relatively young age without that much relative experience, you know, the, I think it really just says a lot.
0: Yeah, especially, you know, I think a big reason that a lot of people wind up running club is to have, you know, at a basic level, people to run with, to have training mm-hmm. partners. And I can't imagine it's that easy to find training partners when you are training for 86 K plus, you know, 50 mile races. Um, So the mental fortitude. And I mean, to be fair, I don't know that much about the part of Indiana where Notre Dame is located. I've admittedly never been, I've been through far Southern Illinois, like where it connects to Kentucky Mm -hmm. And even that was just off the interstate, but it does not seem like a particularly mountainous region. I think that's fair to say about about Indiana, uh, which is another sort of wild and impressive component to this is, you know, it's not like obviously a college student making a world mountain running team is going to be impressive no matter what but a college student in a place without mountains (laughs) making a world mountain running team and then running placing 33rd in the world is kind of crazy Mm -hmm. but uh you mentioned sort of there is a definite subculture or just a, a definite group of runners who are in Nurka clubs they're part of club running You know, a lot of them still do compete in some track and cross country races, but who run trail races as as sort of their main focus Mm -hmm. or or ultra run or ultra races or certainly a lot of folks who as soon as they graduate from the club scene, immediately I've seen transition over to trails. Yeah, Um, I don't know. You said Blacksburg like Virginia Tech has its own separate
1: trail running club, right? Yeah, they're a lot smaller, uh, but they'll go out and, um, well, oh, you're, you're from Blacksburg, so you know of Pandapis, Um Yeah,
0: I'm not from Blacksburg, but I've spent a lot of time in Blacksburg. Yeah,
1: so, um, so I know that they go and run the trails of Pandapus. I unfortunately don't know too much about them, but yeah, there's definitely a subculture in Nurka that, you know, just like love the trails, and I love their passion for it not my thing i love turning left 25 times
0: yeah i mean that's the i you know we're talking i'm talking about indiana not being particularly mountainous i went to college in williamsburg virginia which if there's one place that's less mountainous than indiana it's williamsburg uh but we had essentially one trail i guess Two trails, depending on who you ask, um, that were real trail running. And that was it. And it's a four-mile loop. So I have always been very envious of you know people who go to school in places like Blacksburg and Lexington and Charlottesville for the access to trails. But the uh Pandapus is no joke. I mean, I I have done a couple of long runs out there just visit when I'm out in Blacksburg visiting family. And um again, I'm not a trail runner. I'm very bad at it. Uh I bait an easy run on the trails. My heart rate is usually still sitting around 165, 170. Mm-hmm. Uh it's ba- you know, it's a war of attrition. Yeah, my legs feel better the next day, but I feel bad the whole run. But the hardest long runs of my life have been nine to 11 mile runs at pandapis where i'm walking basically every two miles and i still yeah. finish just it, and i need to like lay down for an hour <laughs> um are is the trail club at uh at tech are they affiliated with you know y'all or club running in like a- no they're
1: they're a completely sent uh, separate entity and like they they meet at their own times. I know there, there's mm-hmm. a couple people that will sometimes run with them like once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're it's like 10 or 15 people. I want to say.
0: Yeah. That's what I would, I would be curious. This is a side note, but I would be curious to see if y'all challenge them to like on the tech cross country course, which is I never uh, ran a race out there, but, everyone I know who went, came out to the Hokie invitational talked about the, the Hills on that course. Mm. I, I would, I would be fascinated to see sometime cross country race on that course, the, the club running team versus the trail running team.
1: No, no, that's a good point. Um, and for any race coordinators listening, we will be having our Hokie invitational again in middle of October. But,
0: Mark your calendars, folks. Yes. I'm going to try and make it out this year. So Ooh,
1: okay, yeah, no, it's a it is a, a brutal course because we have to fit an 8k and a 6k on a 5k course. <laughs> so, in, Blacksburg is not a friendly place for cross country. It's a I was talking to um, Austin Molitor of the Washington and Lee Club, and mm-hmm. he said that it's true cross country. And that's coming from someone who goes to school in Lexington. So, mm-hmm. and like, you know, we're still able to get pretty good times out of it. It's just you really got to dig deep. So, for the people like from the trail club that are, you know, masters at gaining vert, it, it would be a really nice competition of the speed over distance versus speed over incline.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And I should say for anyone who's listening, who maybe isn't up on their, uh, Virginia college towns, uh, cause I forget, uh, <laughs> that not everyone knows where Lexington and Blacksburg are. Blacksburg is kind of Southwest Virginia, uh, in the blue Ridge mountains and Lexington is Western Virginia, right on the Shenandoah Valley, both very hilly, pl- very beautiful places. Um, but yeah, like you said, I feel like it would come down to, you know, the trail folks on the uphill sections of that uh, course might have a bit of an advantage, but there's a definite top end speed difference there between the people who are spending all their time in Padapas and people who are doing, you know, track workouts. I I would love to see that. Um, But I don't know how common, you, you know, those sort of trail running specific clubs are. Uh, I would assume they're more common at places or at colleges where that are in the mountains, but Mm -hmm. we were talking about at some point over text, uh, the, basically I said I would be very interested to see if Nurka, because there are so many people who either dabble or are all in on trail running who maybe are less interested in the track. I would be very curious to see what would happen if NERCA introduced some sort of trail championships as well Mm -hmm. in the spring. Uh, Again, sort of as a flip side to the road champs that they do, because there are a lot of people who maybe leave high school, really burn out on track and cross country, or they just are better suited to longer distances. And so they're more interested in the half marathon, that sort of thing. Maybe a lot of those folks also really enjoy the trails I would be very curious to see what happened if say Nurka introduced like say a trail half championship, you know, or, or doesn't have to be even have to be a specific difference, but distance, but a very technical sort of trail race.
1: Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, I, it's kind of hard to tell how many people are really like interested in the trail racing because I mean, there's nothing already that kind of hosts it um Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's definitely a big a large group of people that are interested in it and it's even like just the creation of an event like that would probably draw additional interest so yeah that would be very interesting to see and I mean it would I mean in my eyes, I feel like it's a win-win situation to get more people racing and get more exposure and, you know, more money flowing through NERCA. So, um, yeah, I, it'd just be, like, interesting to figure out where to host it. Yeah. Like, it is always a difficult decision to make.
0: Absolutely. And I know the logistics of hosting something like that are not easy. Um, and that's sort of, you know, Ben can't be here today, but when we were talking about this over text, that's sort of what Ben brought up is, you know, how, how would that work? Especially when last week we were talking about maybe the potential to explain to expand the road, uh, championships, but the way, the way to do that, that makes the most sense to me that I think could also be very interesting is there are a lot of very cool trail races around the country already that Mm. have good infrastructure. And Mm. the thing that NERCA already does with the road 5k and half champs that I think that I feel like, you know, again, I have never been part of the NERCA administration, but it seems like would be relatively doable is to zero in on one of those trail races this would also be you know saying this as somebody who lives on a coast uh and is sometimes uh you know a lot of the track and cross-country national events take place uh in the midwest Mm -hmm. which you know from a logistics point i get it is the middle of the country so that that does make travel easier for the most people but having in the mountains would be maybe a cool uh change of scenery but you know become part of an existing trail race people yeah. can sign up through that and you just check a box that you're part of the Nurka race maybe they have a separate start for the Nurka folks maybe not um but just doing it that way and it being advertised as the Nurka Trail Champs and you know you can see the Nurka results but Nurka doesn't necessarily have to create a trail race from scratch there or run yeah. a trail race at all they just have to work with this uh with an existing race and this would you know give that race more business but i think there's a lot of possibility there i also think if they did do something like that it would be very interesting to see if you score a trail for the sake of argument let's say it's a half marathon you know trail races the distance is always iffy but like that sort of distance trail race score it like a cross-country court uh race Mm -hmm. as well what club has the most, you know, is the most stacked over that sort of technical long distance race. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be really cool and give people an opportunity to race uh, something other than a road 5k or or the track,
1: you know? Yeah. You know, I, as you're saying this, I'm reminded of like field of dreams, the movie, you know, build it and it will come. So I, you know, I feel like when you provide people the opportunity of something like runners are just like a weird breed, then there's always, you know, it's kind of like um, um, Born to Run. Yes. The, um, that Yeah. Um, you know, you Google. have the ultra runners. If you organize a race, I feel like you're gonna have people coming out from all corners of the country because we're weird and we like to run for some reason. So, the more um, like niches of running that you like, um, cater to, then people are just, you're going to have more people coming out.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, especially again, I'm not a trail runner. I cannot emphasize that enough, but if, you know, I had been in college and there had been a cross country, or excuse me, a trail uh, Nürka trail championship race that was say, you know, a, a few hours away and some people in my club were going and, especially if it was scored as a team and they needed one more person. Like I I would have given it a shot. I mean, I feel like people would also be interested in just, it's another fun opportunity uh, to try something new. And again, if to bring you back to last week really quickly um, it, it would probably um, not that it has to happen the same week as the track events, but if we're talking about, you know, I I maintain that just giving people more different opportunities to race is the best way to prevent everyone from being in the same race, even if it's not on the same week as the track thing. Um, It would give people something else to train for, something else fun to try. And I would love to see, you know, what schools establish themselves as the trail powerhouses if something like that existed, because I would guess it's probably some different schools than the folks who dominate the track.
1: Yeah, no, definitely.
0: Yeah. Let's see. I think that about sums up, I think, what we had planned to talk about today, unless you have anything else to add on in, in terms of trail running.
1: No, I mean, just like you, not that I've hardly done a trail run. I don't even think like the runs I've done in Penn really would count. So no, I mean, I know, especially like with the help of people that are more into trail races, basically anything could be set up at this point. It's just a matter of execution and logistics.
0: Absolutely. And I, I understand, Uh, again, this is what I always feel like I wind up going back to when we talk about uh NERCA as an organization is like, I get that it is a small organization and that it is pretty much entirely volunteer run uh, uh but i think there are ways to really go in interesting directions that would help not only give people who are already part of the league more opportunities to race but bring new people in um that could be really cool and especially you know if I'm sure Virginia Tech is not the only college out there with a separate trail running club 100%. And I mean I know for example this is slightly different but uh you know I believe it's in it's UNC. UNC Chapel Hill has a separate marathon club. Oh, okay. Uh that is sort of you know loose, loosely affiliated with their uh main club but uh is you know a separate entity that just focuses on long road races um and for that matter i believe you uh yukon has a similar system where there's a running club and a track club yeah that
1: that's um a really interesting dynamic of I believe it's like everything like 800 and shorter and along with field is the track club. And then mm-hmm. this and stuff is their cross country, but when they compete, especially for nationals, then they bring everything together. Um, which yeah, very interesting dynamic. I love learning about like the different intricacies of all the clubs.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, it is, you forget Nurka is a relatively recent addition to, this whole world uh a lot of these clubs and the this club systems predate there being an actual structure for how they compete uh and I don't think NERka added track until you know it's been less than a decade uh mm-hmm. it was just cross country for a long time, and Team Blitz, for example, the team I was on at William Mary, even then, I don't think apparently started running track meets at all until um 4 or 5 years ago like mm-hmm. um a lot of these clubs stayed cross country or road specific for a long time. So still very new, there's still a lot of opportunities to try new things. I would love to see those trail people, some of the sort of weirder, more out there subcultures in running brought into the fold a little more just cuz I also think I think trail runners are fun. I would love to uh, see more of them at cross country races or see more road people at trail races Mm -hmm. and Uh, more
1: exposure to any anything I feel like is good especially for running right now I mean even though granted this is club running but you know the more exposure you have the more you introduce it to people and I think club running especially for college is a great thing since we cater to everyone and that's something that I really like so when you can, can when you can cater to more people and have more exposure and more inclusion for everyone and their particular interests. I think that's just a win in my book.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how I got into the sport. And the uh, like you're saying, bring more people into the fold is always better for a lot of reasons, but also when we're talking about what NERCA can and can't manage in terms of fiscally and work in terms of how many volunteers they have and that sort of thing. More people at running NERCA events also means more money and people to help with NERCA. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I would love to see some trail, uh, some some trail running additions to this league. And once again, uh, shout out to Shay Aquilano uh, over at Notre Dame for thirty third in the world is that's ridiculous. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I have been doing some preliminary research. It's hard to research this sort of thing um, because again, there was no re- there remains no real aggregate for club results. I'm kind of the closest thing, and I am by no means running any sort of database. So you have to get creative with Googling. As far as I can tell, Shea is the only club runner, active club runner to qualify for a world team. I have to imagine the highest finishing world competitor to ever come out of club running. If someone else has done it though, the William Mary grad in me wants to point out that, uh, Sabrina little who ran for team blitz got a world hundred mile silver medal a couple of years after graduating from wow. blitz. But that's our, again, someone not from the, uh, from a trail heavy place. though I guess that's, uh, um, it was a road hundred mile, but she's now a, a Hoka sponsored CNU professor. But uh so yeah, CNU Ultra Runners. I believe she's a philosophy professor, if uh maybe get some advice from her. But I think that's gonna do it for this week. Yeah. If you once again, if you're listening to this on an easy run, slow down. Uh thank you for listening and we will talk to y'all next week.